And welcome back to another episode of Catching Up with Dwayne. This week, my guest is a comedian from from Ohio originally, but he's moved to the wilds of I want to say Wisconsin. It could be, uh, it could be Montana. Who fucking knows, guys? It's a good friend of mine, Ray Roberts. Hello, and uh, you prefaced it very well because I've been trying to explain to people that uh, every kind of like stereotype you would have of like some backwoods, like down south place, it's just Wisconsin, and they've they've hidden it from everybody. Like it's a lawless land. Uh, you can buy a gun with old uh, IDs. Uh, the speed limits are 10 miles per hour faster. And uh, somehow we voted Democratic this year. So uh, it's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, you're in the part of the country where the speed limits hit around 80. Yeah, it's 70. But I mean, when I drive up to Appleton all the time, I mean, I'm doing about 85 and drive by cops all the time and they don't care. So I think it I think it's just kind of do what you can and, and just live your life. I guess just keep track. Don't don't fuck up traffic patterns. Um, <laughs> how's how's your panorama going? How's your how's your pendejo? Are you are you in <laughs> this this uh, <laughs> this pancake we're all in? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's wrapped up to about like I've so right about this time last year is when um, it started making news, um, and I covered it last year in one of my now defunct podcasts uh because there's that um busta rhymes song woo-ha break your neck mm -hmm. so i was like how is everybody missing that joke and then we went straight from wuhan virus which it was originally to mm -hmm. realizing that we're all being racist and we're like oh yeah that's a bad idea so let's bury all those jokes um and then uh to covid19 quick after that so um, it's coming up to be a year. Um, I went through my catching virus, so that was fun, to shaving my head because I caught the virus and I thought we were going to be inside forever, to uh, moving in the middle of the virus, uh, then starting stand-up again, and then stopping stand-up again, to uh, the I'm going to work on myself mentally and physically part of it because uh, we just live in this world forever, so uh, might as well be a decent person. I, I, I've been following your journey. It's, it's exciting. I, uh, I got onto the self-improvement part of the penny, um, early in, early in 2020. And I got right the fuck off that train. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, there was, there was a, I'm in a weird fitness, want to be ready for the second I can travel again stage. Like, I'm just like, Oh, the minute this is over, I'm just I'm I'm putting money away for the second it's over to just drop it on a plane ticket and leave that next that next day. Yeah, I I always I joked that I got COVID too early to get internet clout. Like it was still scary uh, when I got it, and like tests weren't a thing, so I couldn't be like, oh no, like I couldn't post the picture of me testing uh, positive for it. Like I just had to like take my doctor's word for it, and then. <laughs> people were like, I hope you don't die. And then I was fine, like three days later. So like, I was just like, all right, I can't get clout from it. Um, to now I'm in like the self improvement stage after everybody's like in the all right, this has been going on long enough, I'm going to go into the real world and then not tell anybody and not post it anywhere phase. So I'm like, I'm just shuffling it all around. So I'm doing COVID wrong for internet clout, but it is what it is. 
Yeah, I'm um I I never really got to do the stay at one place thing, which, you know, I guess is fair. I I immediately had to switch from a career that I love to delivering groceries for people I could I can't stand. Which is, you know, that that tracks. That's where I am as a person. Um, hey, everybody stay inside except for the people who bring me my food all the time and the people who make it and the people in service industries. Uh so that's that's been my biggest issue with it and i i'm i had a, a big uh mushroom trip today so i'm trying actively not to be a negative piece of shit anymore uh but the like the whole um let's not go outside or do anything unless it's convenient for me or it's somebody else doing something for me is is it's gone past being infuriating to funny in in my little path now yeah i i'm not even I I've been doing my best to like not get involved with it and not, not argue with people online because everyone's got their own opinion on how things are going. Um, this week, Dave Chappelle announced that he tested positive for for COVID after you know touring extensively and still spending two hundred thousand dollars or like twenty thousand dollars a month or something like that on tests for mm-hmm. him and his entourage. Uh, but the and I'm seeing a lot of comedians celebrating him getting it because they they feel vindicated, going, "Well, you should have been, you should have been touring. We shouldn't be performing right now." And it's like, well, we're all missing the fact that he was he was part of his entourage for the week that he was in Texas was Grimes, who I don't believe has a last name, um, but she's the mother of I don't even know if she uses she pronoun or female pronouns they're the mother of um elon musk's last child because he is like five or six or something like that too many (sighs) yeah i mean not for him he's a billionaire he he can afford he can afford have hordes of children that's true um yeah i guess he should get i mean i'm fine with him having as many children because he can support them but i I don't know. I don't. He seems like a mixed bag. Like since his family was like super big into apartheid, yeah. and like but made, like now he makes cool shit. So I guess it kind of balances out. But he's also an awful person. So true. I mean, the government. It yeah. I mean, we just watched. Uh, I literally just finished watching uh, the Netflix documentary on crack cocaine, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is our current president. Oh, this is uh the last president oh this is the president before that all dealing with uh putting minorities in jail uh for no reason but they're all on the team of everybody so it's it's just like one of those like oh this is real crazy timing that this came out after the election but it is what it is i mean it release dates are what they are and they will that's true um <laughs> so what what are you watching that's like not sending you down a rabbit hole like what's your like go-to pop culture thing right now um we've been re-watching new girl uh through which is uh hilarious every time you watch it i um i can't do joe zoe deschanel i i find her off-putting i think it's the big I get that guys. I get it. I'm a big, um, so like we watched, so I got introduced to the Deschanel family through Emily Deschanel, Mm -hmm. uh, famous for her role on Bones, and David Boreanaz on that show is just a stud, Um, and that show is a perfect television show, Um, so we watched that through a couple times, and then- Bones all the way through? 
Yeah, it's great. It's the and best show. How do they get you to? Oh, you were just like, oh, if she's good, I'm. I'll clearly like her little sister. Well, Zoe Deschanel's in it. Uh, for like, she has like a passing character that's like a cousin of Bones. Mm-hmm. Um, that imitates Ben Franklin quotes all the time. It's a very niche character, but it's actually really funny when you think about it. But um, my girlfriend uh had watched New Girl, and I had like seen episodes here or there, and I just like never got into it, and then. Uh, just like every white dude in his 30s I was like oh I love Nick Miller Uh, Nick Miller's probably who I think I am and then you're just like no he's actually like a well-written character and then you just like fall into the niches of it which one's Nick Miller is that um uh Jake uh what's his face he's Spider-Man in like the animated things now Uh, is he the he's the one that um that dated Jess from I did watch a little of it I just I couldn't yeah he dated Jess, and they did. Then they didn't date. And there was always like a random gay, not gay character on the show, or, or something like that. Um, I mean, Schmidt was kind of like the more. Um, what was it like? Um, what was the trend? Metrosexual that they wanted to call it in like the early two thousands. Uh, that was kind of his deal, just because he liked to look nice and be successful. Successful, um, but Nick Miller, yes, he was like the other one. They end up together. Spoilers, if anybody uh, cares about a TV show that ended five years ago. It's fine. We we're gonna spoil a lot of things today. Oh, so Nick Miller or um, Jake or whatever the fuck his name is, he's on. He's a voice on a show on Netflix, Hoops, um, that I actually found quite funny the first time I watched all the way through. Oops. I'll have to look because I he's I like him. Um, he's good at uh, like he was good as a Spider Man. Um, oh, it's an animated thing. Spider Verse. Yeah, he was the older Spider Man and in Into the Spider Verse. I thought that was Nick Cage. Nick Cage is in it as well, and you're think Max Greenfield is uh, the metrosexual guy. I'm talking about um, God damn it, Nick Miller new girl it's like jake something jake johnson yeah um hold on yeah jake johnson he is the lead on his oh god his name is mark jake johnson weinberg (laughs) but he's the lead on hoops oh maybe i missed that part interesting uh he's a gemini oh i do you know your sign i i'm an aries i know that much he's from evanston illinois as well shout out to illinois oh yeah they're they're killing it at the moment i guess <laughs> i don't know he he's a guy i guess he good for him he's doing all right i guess yeah there's i mean congrats to him he hit his uh oh he, he is there uh, is it so is this hoops thing is this like an yeah it, okay maybe i'll check it out it's uh it's funny it's it's got a foul mouth main character which i i like a cursing cartoon i i'm 10 years old i like a cursing cartoon it's a thing i enjoy um we are a south park generation like it was like simpsons and then right into south park i i don't like south park i really yeah i don't care for it um i stopped watching it when the movie came out okay uh you know how people were like oh um the simpsons were the best between this year and this year i never had that for south park i was like i think the south park movie was the best and it's in its time period but every time i try to watch it 
uh, one of the characters would do something, and I'm just like, what? I could be doing so many other fucking things right now. Yeah, when I was back in uh, in Kent, I was staying in a hotel that I was unhappy with, but it was $30 a night, and, like, the Wi-Fi sucked, so I couldn't just, like, pull up Netflix or whatever, so I had to, like, watch Comedy Central, because uh, that was the first watchable TV channel I found, and it was, like, newer South Park, and I was like, oh, like, I get it, like, it's funny, but I think just it i think that age range of south park where it was like still cutting edge but it also wasn't like playing into itself so much was was a fun time in television yeah and i wasn't watching a lot of tv back then so i'm i missed the i missed the train in south park and i'm i'm not looking to catch it when it comes back around <laughs> Um, That's almost right. like I almost didn't like I don't want to be like the nostalgia guy because I, I'm actively like trying not to be the nostalgia guy in my life. But um, I think that like early 2000, like 2000, like post 9-11 to 2010 ish is probably and again, it was in my formative years, but it has to be the best age for television because there's so many classic shows that came out and people poo poo them a lot and just kind of move it on because they love the 80s and 90s and stuff like that but i'm i'm doing a podcast about um about a different world right now and it's fun to go back and and look at the late 80s early 90s and fashion and just things that we were talking about and and part of the culture and like seeing that this shit is still around and it's just like wow Mm -hmm. that is but then um so I'm I'm a huge Simpsons fan. I I watch. I actually just found a new Simpsons podcast that I started listening to because I couldn't take the I couldn't take the host of one that I was listening to, and then the other one I was listening to the host changed, and I like I didn't listen for like six or seven months because I was trying to avoid anything that I enjoyed during the during the pandemic at the beginning of it because I was like I don't really want to associate that with this time frame. Um, and I don't want to hear anybody like talking about it. Like when, when I didn't want to hear everybody talk about it at the beginning when we didn't know anything and we were just making these wild guesses. And now it's fun because it's like everyone's just being really shitty to each other. Yeah, it's it's really made that like there was a fun um, positive turn where it was we're all going to come together through this. Um, and I mean, I've had to work through the whole thing. So I'm I always have like that weird like I'll always have like a weird taste in it and I know you've you're working as well but like there's always like those people who have the work from home kind of angle of I'm stuck in the house like I can't go anywhere and I've had I'm stuck in the public (laughs) I can't I can't escape it so like I have to leave my house to go to my normal job and then come home and then just don't there's no everything's blended together and then you almost get that and I can, I get staying from home where it's all, you're doing everything from the same spot forever for a year. So it's dissociating, but at least you can kind of make your own world in it. Um, where this is just like, I, I still have to see my boss every day and then deal with corporate America being like in these unprecedented times that are, that have been going on for a year now. And we're still like, not going to make any real changes and then you go home and everybody's like the world's on fire and you're like well it seems normal but i don't know if that's just because i'm selling my health there's a sign in cleveland that i drive by frequently um and at the beginning of the pandemic when 
Uh, I think it's like a restaurant supply store. And at the beginning of the pandemic, they closed down and they put up a sign that said, we're all in this together. And then yes. like a month and then like around May when Cleveland started to reopen and their sign said, we're all in this together, nine to five, Monday through Friday. And I <laughs> that is so fucking accurate because around May is like, we all shut down at, or parts of the country shut down in March. I think we were, I think the entire country was only shut down for maybe three weeks because hashtag Florida. Uh, where yeah, I don't think Florida has shut down at all. Uh, no, they, they, they closed for about three weeks. They just closed dance floors, um, in December. And which this is what's confusing to me about everything. And it's, I'm, and it's something that I've tried to wrestle with on stage. And I don't, I mean, again, I only do socially distant, all the other, like the disclosures that you have to do. So people don't stone and murder you when you're saying that you still do shows, um, but, but I know you don't because I went to one of yours, but yeah, um, it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. So it's, it's weird, but like, I've been trying to play with it of like, yes, the masks are important because like it, it you can say that it, you can tell that it works. Flu's down, cold's down. Um, I haven't had any problem. Like I, I haven't had any problems with people at work, but like, the numbers are still skyrocketing and yeah, there's people who don't wear masks. There's going to be like that one in 10 shithead, but is it really curbing anything? Like, and it's still one of those, we're just kind of just waiting for something to stop it where those of us following the rules are following the rules. And I don't know if that one to 2% of people is actually really doing much to ruin the rule following or what. And that's kind of the worst part. It's, it's weird. Cause um, so say I see 10 people with masks on, maybe four of them will have it on correctly. Like I, I went to pick up food last night and like, mm-hmm. you know, we ended up sitting at the bar and waiting for it to come. So we got a drink and, um, every server that came over walked over and they held their mask out in front of them to, to talk to you. And it was like, mm-hmm. you're missing the point there, sweetheart. Um, but also I'm sitting here barefaced. You're, you're also sitting there with, with a drink at, at the bar and you can't drink through your mask. And so it's, that's my big thing is like, all right, so I'm doing my best. I'm, I'm wearing my mask when I'm supposed to wear my mask. I'm I staying away from like, people. I, if I had to give myself a score, it'd be like 79 to like 83 out of a hundred. Yeah, which is better than zero, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're doing 80%. Yeah, I'm still in the house most of the time. And when I'm out, like, I'm doing, instead of 15 to 20 shows, I'm doing, like, five to six, maybe a month. So, like, you're cutting all that exposure. And I just want to know, like, who, what, and when all these people are hanging out that it's still this big of an issue. Like, it doesn't even make sense. I think it's the, I think it's a lot of, oh, well, we have, I mean, we just passed two super spreader things like Thanksgiving. People were like, oh, I'm traveling from out of state. I'm coming with all these, all these germs that are, you know, we're good with in Colorado, but here in, in uh, West Virginia, you guys don't have them. So we're going to mix these germs. And then you guys, whoever is still essential has to go to work. And yeah, Sarah Sue works at the Walmart. She has no health care. So yeah. And, you know, she wears her mask, but she also smokes and she coughs. And, you know, 
sometimes her mask gets itchy so she pulls it down a little bit and you know if you've had it on for 30 fucking weeks you don't notice it anymore so if it's just down if no one goes hey pull that back up she's been she's been talking and gabbing and doing shit and she just at the end of the day she's like fuck has this thing been hanging off my ears for nine hours yeah and it's almost and i know we're past it and i know it's like you can't go back in time and make the argument because i mean we just got past our shithead president uh being replaced and and hopefully the the science wins and all that other stuff like congratulations but i like that they're um i i'm not willing to congratulate this administration on on a whole lot yet uh, because they they haven't been in office for a full week like Dwayne, but she wore the rainbow jacket like do you not get the joe biden signed that or like hoped write the 94 crime bill or that kamala harris put a bunch of people in jail you're not willing just to like congratulate them for not being donald j trump this week what is Uh, what is wrong with you because they didn't win by a large enough margin for my liking um yeah uh, the fact that the fact that we had a, a fucking insurrection not a month ago and we seem to stop talking about it. <laughs> oh, it's done now. Everything's everything's fine. Like that's <laughs> um the fact that the first thing that happened in office wasn't an immediate like I was like, cool, he's gonna get in office. And by that Friday he'll announce he everyone's getting paid to stay home for six weeks. Shut it all the fuck down, pay everybody. They need to do it for at least some, yeah, you're right, at least for a month. Remember when it was gonna be two weeks originally? Yeah, they're like, let's shut it down for two. I worked at an RV store and they were like, RV stores are going to be essential. And I was like, for fucking what? The first letter of RV stands for recreational, like that means, and I get like first responders can stay in RVs and shit and quarantine and all that other stuff, but like all right, then shut it down for everybody who's not from the hospital. Like, shut it down to bare bones, send everybody home. Well, and we just didn't. When we said essential employees can stay can stay employed and we're not doing anything, instead of going, okay, everyone goes home, but, like, if you're essential, we'll, you, get, you get a little pay bump because you got to be out there. And, and, you know, things are only open 9 to 5 throughout the day except for hospitals. And say you know just and limit where you can go uh we had white guys with guns <laughs> that's true that's they, they tend to be as as a white person with a firearm uh because i do live in america and i i know up to at least the second amendment um but i have one and uh they seem to cause quite a bit of problems and i just have one to save myself from the rest of the people who look like me with with a weapon um i think my favorite white person with a gun right now is the representative from uh colorado lauren bobard or whatever her name is um Mm. she is fantastic because like three days before the insurrection, she released a a video of herself saying, I'm going to carry my gun in Congress. And everybody was like, well, you can't, it's illegal. Um, and she goes, I'm five foot nothing. If I have to walk the streets of DC, and I was like, why are you walking the streets of DC? All members of Congress have a, a tunnel that they can yeah. go through. I'm pretty sure you can get an Uber from anywhere in DC to anywhere. 
she's like we don't get private security i'm like yeah because yeah, no one knows who the fuck you are like there are lobbyists walking around with more money on them than you well and here's the thing about dc as well is the parts that she's going to be in are the parts that uh there aren't crime and the reason why guns are illegal in that like it's that that area is insulated. You've spent time in D.C., right? Yeah, I've got family in D.C. D.C. Yeah, like everywhere right around the capital, it's it's not even, it doesn't even count as part of the DMV, really. Like I stayed there and uh, my friend Coney lives in uh, like an apartment building. Uh, I forget what the neighborhood is, but it's like all Hispanic, you know, all over there. And like I went and hung out there and it's a completely different world than like all the touristy bullshit where she where this lady's gonna be all the time who doesn't need a gun there like there's cops everywhere there like you can't even sneak like homeless people don't exist at that part of dc in addition to there being cops everywhere it's 20 fucking 20 if you were within i don't know a mile of the capitol building there you're on film like there yeah. there's no part of that of that whole region that isn't heavily guarded that isn't being watched 24 7 you think you think anything is happening that no one that someone can see let alone a sitting member of congress uh uh being a target for anything and then there's the broad from georgia who i hate um i hate her but i i find her so fascinating and i like i hope she doesn't finish her term like i hope she you know is forced to resign or she's because uh, there's no way to recall someone from congress which i think is insane and i hope that changes very soon um but she's the one that filed articles of impeachment this week on wednesday and it was like yeah it's it's i i mean i went to school for political science i'm that guy on the internet and <laughs> i i get when i fucking say that i have a political science degree like i understand that it's everybody's white guy argument right off the rip but like the rules are the rules are there for a reason and there's a lot of case studies going back to like the 90s when newt gingrich like fucked with all the rules and he, that's basically the reason why we're here today is he was like oh i can just change these rules whenever and they were like yeah but the rules were there for a reason he's like yeah but there's a rule saying i can fuck like so it's all just pliable and it's nonsense and it always comes to bite him in the ass every single time and it's just at this point with social media with 24 hour news media and this is my biggest problem with using the government to make money like fine run the government uh get in office take care of your friends uh take care of your own business like fine like that's the cost of government i'm willing to deal with that's the amount of corruption i'm fine with like fine you don't get like you don't get powerful like the rich lady who went to jail for like buying her kid into usc like that's the point of getting rich is so you can do shit poor people can't do i'm fine with like giving up that part of it but when you're like i'm just gonna get elected so then i can be on fox news for the next 30 years and propagate nonsense and make millions of dollars that's where there's like the line and that's what all these people are doing and i almost see it like i want to know how much uh and i like her and i like her policies and everything but i want to know how much aoc's brand is worth currently like as soon as she just steps aside and is like i don't want to do congress anymore um i'm gonna go and run some nonprofit or something i want to know like what her brand is worth like these these people are basically using i get our... from her every couple of days asking for three dollars so i think her brand is worth three dollars an email 
Nah, and it's so I worked for, and again, another white guy argument. I worked in politics for long enough to know that um, the three dollar emails they do add up, and they added up more in 08 and 2012 when Obama like invented the three dollar email, um, or at least his campaign staff did. Um, but three dollars for a million people is three million dollars instead of having to just go to one person and get three million dollars so it's it's one of those things where like for every three dollars you spend there's somebody else giving in twenty thousand dollars so it's they they hit your they hit you with a level that is um going to add up to what you've given before so if you've given zero dollars they'll ask you for three or five if you've done three or five before they'll bump you to eight or ten so like i've got and it's all automated through act blue which if you look at act blue only like 25 percent of that goes to the candidate so like anytime i see act blue on there i realize that they're wasting money and a lot of that's going to like the pool it's like it's just like once you're in the weeds on it and you kind of see how it works that's why i got out of it is because you're just you're making phone calls to raise money all day and those automated things um say they cost you twenty thousand dollars for to automate through act blue or whatever but you're gonna make that in spades um, just by running it. So it's, it's, so it's not, it's like all of it's around like them taking care of their money and all that stuff. And you almost don't like to see it like Pelosi again, another Democrat fine. She's like done a lot for everybody, whatever, but she's also made herself a millionaire by doing insider trading because you can't, um, convict a member of Congress of insider trading, even though they make the laws. It's one of the rules. Um, it is what it is. And then they want to rally about millionaires and billionaires. And it's just like them and their friends. And so like when people kind of like rally about it, and then they like, yes, queen, the same people in the power every four years, or every two years, you're just like, do, do you even really care? Or do you just like, want the retweet or the like or i say no incumbents 2022 (laughs) well and that's that's where it gets real shaky is in ohio uh there are term limits but then you've seen the up the upswing in lobbyists uh because you can't be in state government for more than like six to eight years or something like that so who knows the system better than the lobbyists Uh, so, I mean, you have like, it's, it's one of those, like you either have people who really care and then they get like worn out or you have people who don't care and want to make money and then they'd stick it in long enough and then start making real money being there. So it's just, there's not, it's one of those, like, there's not really a solution. So like, you kind of just kind of go fuck it, let somebody else deal with it. And then you end up with Donald Trump as president. So then that's, (laughs) it's one of those weird, no win kind of deals. Hey, we're at, we're at a zero sum or whatever. Um, <laughs> did you watch the inauguration at all? Um, I watched uh, enough of it. Like I watched um, from Lady Gaga to after Biden swore in, and then I got to see the second half of uh, the the best poem I've ever heard. Um, honestly, so I, I got to see it here and there. I had to work, but. Um, I did keep track of it throughout the day. I watched it. Um, I I have thoughts and opinions. I um, I love that Gaga dressed for the Hunger Games, and no one her, on her team called that and was like, "No, we're not doing this." She goes, "It's a piece, though," and I was like, "Well, it looks like 
it looks like the Mockingjay from Hunger Games. So mm-hmm. don't. I've never seen Hunger Games. I've never read Hunger Games. I recognize that immediately. Um, everyone, I tweeted out, I tweeted for five or six hours as Michelle Obama's belt buckle. I saw that and I was confused. And then I saw the picture of Obama, Michelle Obama's belt buckle and I completely understood why you did that. Yes, it made sense. And I was like... Clearly, people are going to be searching for her belt buckle all day, or like it's going to pop up in SEO, and I'm just I'm going to get I got zero new followers. Yeah, it's and that's what like it's gonna it it's so hard to find what the trend is going to be because if you would have told me it was Bernie Sanders sitting on that chair, I would have been I would have told you that it was going to be either Gaga's uh, the like you hit the right beats. I think you picked the right horse, but then just like the world decided uh that bernie sanders won i think i well we're still dealing with bernie people in the background who either have like bernie sanders i i don't have an opinion on him um he's been in government forever and it seems like he's gotten he's either stopped he i think he's he's probably more accomplished at stopping bad things than getting good things done Um, that's true um yeah that makes sense and that's i mean everybody it's it's real weird um watching that like crack documentary and sorry my dog just came in so if he makes a noise while he's laying down uh that's um but Um, there is something cute from from congress that i learned this week that i'm totally about um the senior uh senator from vermont has been in every single live action batman film interesting yeah um he's been in more live action batman films than any other actor and all of the money that he makes from it goes to a library in vermont well that was like who were the people the fun people that were in wedding crashers like it was that one uh senator from louisiana i think i want to say um that john mccain was in it like they were it's always fun seeing senators in movies yeah um, yeah kind of but like it's it's weird this man just and uh, i learned this because he's the president pro temp of um of the senate now that's so that came up and then i was like this man's been in office since 1975 if you did any other job since 1975 you would have retired 10 years ago mm-hmm well, and that's like, it was, it was like, that's, uh, that's my original thought on that crack thing is you're like, all like John Kerry was one of the first people to bring up the Iran, Iran Contra scandal. Yeah. And that was in the mid eighties. And that was John Kerry who ran for president in like 2004. Like, and it's just like, you're, it's so weird. It's all the same people. Okay. But then Oliver like, North also got a TV show out of that instead of prison. Yeah. It's insanity. Like it doesn't. And yeah, I know. And it's one of those things where, again, you you kind of lose your mind when everybody's like, since 2016, the world's gone crazy. It's like, well, it's just like having an addicted, like having an addict parent. You're like, yeah, I mean, it's been great. Like my life has been crazy since I turned 25, but it was also crazy the 25 years on it. I just added to it. Like, yeah, it's we just, just threw a worse thing on the pile. Where um, it's like Bitcoin. It's have it's having faster. Yeah. And the Bitcoin's just a pyramid scheme for for poor people. That's all that that's all that is. I mean, like Ponzi scheme. I mean, I, I bought in a Bitcoin. Um I bought in I bought in because last year I was investing a lot. I was like a crazy person. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna invest. I've got I've got 
because I suddenly had extra money. Um, yeah. Because I wasn't touring and like I didn't, I like I was sheltering at my parents' place. So like I had nothing going on. Um, and this is how I got back in the habit that I got into when I worked on the cruise ship where I would just go have $100 lunches. And like, yeah, $20 of that was a tip or $30 of that was a tip. Like I, I tipped like a crazy person because I was like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm eating local. I'm one of the few people who, who, uh, it's not irresponsible. Well, I mean, it's probably irresponsible, but like, it's less going to freak me out for me to be out in public. Um, I'm going to take whatever precautions I can, but like I'm, I'm in public anyway. So like me cooking at home and me grabbing a, grabbing a meal from this small business are, you know, it's a zero sum game for me. Yeah. And that's like, that's, that's exactly what my kind of my thing has been about it is if, I'm an essential worker. What I do is important enough for me to risk my life and the life of those around me to go to work every day. So like, I'm going to go do a socially distant show. Like if it's important enough for me to like be out in the world every day, what, like, what am I, what's going to be bad about me going to do a show where I'm not 10 feet near anybody everybody who's near each other just hangs out with each other i'm assuming they have to be out doing essential work like where does it hurt but like also where do you draw that line of and it's like it i know it's it's the same thing it's a local place it's this it's that and then i mean somebody will be like i've got weird lines like i went yeah so i mean i uh before we hit like the peak i would still like go to the different bars in the area and like try their whatever and then on halloween i went to one bar and i like i opened the door and like the bartenders were both shirtless and and maskless and it was like crowded in there and i was like i i gotta get the fuck out of here and then um I still like I don't travel like i used to i'm not seeing people but i am renting hotels in driving distance of my house and just in and, and just getting away for a couple of days like i'm i'm in a hotel right now that's what this fantastic backdrop is it's really fun i um it's so cheap right now it's okay. like you can yeah i went to um i had a weekend up in appleton and it's an hour away so it's not terribly far mm. but like i did it in november and it was of like a normal five show weekend like the last one i just did was only a three show weekend but the last one was a five show and i was like i'm not gonna feel like making that drive so i got a hotel it was like and it ate up all the money i was making that weekend but whatever so it was like 60 bucks uh a night and i checked in and it's a king suite hotel room and i was like well fuck for 60 dollars, i thought it was just like a regular king bed when i was in ohio it was 30 dollars a night and like it's usually like 50 for like a two bedroom or like a two bed thing so like it's why not go stay somewhere for a minute and just hang out if you're driving and i mean even when i flew that was the safest spot like the airports they have like people freaking the fuck out if you're not wearing masks i mean from where i was i was taking early flights and stuff like that but i mean people would come over and be like yo what are you doing with your mask off to like old people all the time and i it was the most safe i felt around some people in a while yeah, I mean, Lord knows nothing makes any sense right now. Um, what are you listening to now? Like, what, like, what's your, 
what you, what's your like music these days um music currently i've got a pretty solid uh playlist going on i've been getting super into like um miley cyrus has been hitting hard for me lately selena gomez no i just like uh the we can do what we want to we can't stop that's like the that's my favorite song right now um it's just like old yeah so like the bangers album yeah like it's 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 from like a while ago um i've been really into pop punk lately Okay. And that I don't think it's a lately thing. It's I've just always been into it, but I've really leaned into it. Um, and then podcasts all the time because you just have to like learn something at some point. Oh, I I've been avoiding anything educational. I listen to a podcast called We Hate Movies, um, and I listen to that eighty five percent of my time when I'm just awake. Um, because they've got five hundred episodes and. They they just rip a movie apart that I've never seen, and if I listen to the episode enough, I I feel like I've seen the movie, and then I don't have to see the movie. That's it's almost, and I I've seen people make fun of it online, but it's in a very in a, in a very astute way. Is like that movie podcast genre is kind of really blown up. Like uh, the Ringer, I listen to Ringer podcasts like all the all the time, um, oh, and they do did like, they, rewatchables they, and. They did the the Harry Potter read through. Yes. So they do. Um, it's called um, fuck. Like they'll go through series and like, so they've done like Harry Potter, the books, they've done Harry Potter, the movies they've done uh, like Marvel, but like it, they'll take a two hour long Marvel podcast or movie and it'll take them like three hours to go through it because mm-hmm. they like break down like the little things and just dumb shit like that. I really like um because it breaks down all the like like wandavision's new and because of this uh podcast i know what wandavision's about like i never read the comics or anything and if i would have not heard that uh or like that podcast on what it's about like the show would suck but because of like a three-hour podcast and a five-minute chunk of that this show is actually like really good for somebody who's never read the comics yeah i um i I have not watched much on Disney Plus. Someone gave me their their password, and I I've watched a couple binges of The Simpsons, and that's about it. Is that on Disney Plus? Yeah, because they bought Fox. They didn't take Family Guy, but they or Bob's Burgers, but they took The Simpsons. I don't like it's at some point like the disney like disney basically owns everything entertainment wise now so like at some point maybe i'll be successful enough that i'd have to take back my disney takes but um they just i mean it's run by a guy who funded the nazis (laughs) like it's it was founded by the guy who like funded the nazis and you're just like whatever man like this is just what we're gonna show our kids for the next forever like what is it i mean everything what are you gonna do i mean i i've been rallying against disney since since they laid off the first 30,000 employees while still making billions in profit. And it was like, you, you, you of all companies could have afforded to keep them like, yeah. like based just off of your profit from like last year, you, your employees could have been fine without coming in. Yeah. You, you would, uh, like you're just reinvesting your profit in your family or whatever. But they're not family, they're cast members. And it's, this but isn't Disney world open? Like Disney World's open currently. Disney World's open, but Disneyland isn't. 
wild. Because there are two different governors and there's two different sets of laws. Because like Florida, well, there's it's the same sets of laws. It's just who's got to follow it. Because Gavin Newsom's also a fucking dirtbag on following his own rules. So yeah, I mean, but like Florida doesn't have any rules, and then California has a lot of rules, but then like sometimes they have no rules. Yeah, and it's it is what it is. Like, and that's kind of um, that was my big breakthrough today. Is like I I can't. And I've done it for so long and it's just like, it it takes so, for whatever reason, you just like get to a point where like, you're just sick of being like mad and like being the well actually person. And then like, you just realize how much negativity you're putting out by trying to counterbalance other people's negativity. And it's just like, all right, man, like, cool. Like you want to shut down your whole city and ruin all the economy like people are gonna move they're gonna leave and they're gonna go somewhere with no rules and then they're all gonna die and then like we're not gonna have people to pay taxes and it's a problem that'll just it's gonna eventually work itself out so like i can just do my part and like be nice and or at least try and like just hang out and write my stupid tweet and try to be smarter than everybody or i can just like get up put a smile on and then like somebody might pass it on and maybe we'll get it we'll good vibe our way out of all this Ew, <laughs> like, it, can't, never, it can't never, it can't hurt i never want to hear those words again um i watched the history channel last night because i couldn't figure out the whole i couldn't figure out the the channels in my hotel um, ancient I, aliens uh no it's this it's this thing where they they went through um just big monuments or i don't know bill shatner was hosting it um and they covered i mean william shatner oh god I just I get it. <laughs> like i didn't know you guys were that tight <laughs> we're friends apparently. he's on my christmas card list uh uh yeah well william shatner was hosting it and they were like one thing they were looking for the lost city of atlantis and and they were like trying to make sense of whatever plato said but they're like you know it might be one place but then it's probably this other place and that's how i learned that portugal and spain were next to each other and i was like what the fuck did they teach me as a child like like portugal and spain are next like europe is tiny and Mm -hmm. huge and um there's a fuck ton of countries that i've never even heard of and it's all but they all know where i live yeah, we're the most important country. And it's it's one of those fun things where I feel like and it's there's uh this woman that I work with who uh is a very like she's very in that like I'm in a million Facebook groups on mm-hmm. like how America's like 20th and everything and everybody says it's great and it's like that's fine but there's McDonald's in China. So like we've done something right. Like let's like let's lean into that part. Obviously we can make everything better but like we, like we won. So so we we won but like let's not stop working. Let's make it better. But like let's not ignore that. I mean, I mean whoever it is, they're still shooting for us. Like that's what it is. We I mean we won the culture war. We 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 said what culture is cuz like I I one thing I learned is like there are stars and there's like entertainment that is native to these places, but then they still watch Friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's insane, and it's it's one of those like, and I I watched um, 
I saw like some every once in a while because the internet like some k-pop band mm-hmm. like that's apparently like probably richer than some third world nations wow. um and like they come out and they're like flat like they're basically flashing gang signs and you're like I wouldn't have never I would never have known who those people are in my entire life if it didn't pop up because of the algorithm but I guarantee you they know who LeBron James is <laughs> like and it's it's one of those like our stars are just bigger than their stars and it's and it's just one of those weird things that that we have to deal with. Yeah, like, um, so I watch the Graham Norton effect sometimes, and he'll have like British celebrities on, and then like one American celebrity, and it's like, I wonder if, and like you know that person's publicist had to sit them down and go through these people's careers and be like, hey, they're a really big deal here, and and you need their fans more than you need to have your ego so you have to pretend like you've seen anything they've ever done mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a very weird um like especially when something kind of pops like i'm a big arctic monkeys fan mm-hmm. so like you listen to like the arctic monkeys and then uh like you'll get like those random like offshoot bands that were like on the same label or something and you're like oh like there's there's a million other arctic monkeys but these are the ones that just popped for some reason. Where are the Arctic Monkeys from? Uh, they're from uh, Great Britain, like the UK. Okay. So um, I'm trying to think of what song I like by them because, like, I, there's one that I love, and I, is it? Do I want to know, or is that um, the Black Keys? That's one of theirs. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and it's a that was like that fun. Is it Black Keys or is it White Stripes or is it Arctic Monkeys time frame? Yeah. Um, that I like that music, but yeah, um, um, I mean, I got really big into the Black Keys for a minute because they're from they're from Ohio, and there's just something in our DNA where we have to ride for Ohio. I don't. I wonder what is that. I don't think that that's a thing. It's I don't. I'm still new to the area here, mm-hmm. but like that, like Cleveland or die it has like worked its way out to like Ohio versus the world. To like anytime I'll see just like like I I've been to Cincinnati a handful of times in passing, but I'll see somebody's from like Cincinnati. I'll be like, yeah, what's up, Cincinnati? Like Spark Tabor, I opened for him uh, last time, and he's from Cincinnati. And I'm like trying to talk to him about Cincinnati shit. And I've hung out in Cincinnati like once. And I'm just like, whatever, we're from Ohio. We're going to ride or die forever. Uh, that's just what it is. But then like you talk to like Wisconsin people and they're like, yeah, man, we just like to drink and like mind our own business. And I was like, I'll die for like somebody who says they're from Ohio for no reason. Oh, yeah. And I don't even like it that much. Like we're, I left. <laughs> we're huge packs of it. I don't know what it is, but I think it's part of the whole whatever it is about growing up in ohio um we take manifest destiny way too seriously um ohio conquered the rest of the nation because everywhere you go you'll meet someone from ohio mm-hmm. and like i i love when someone's just like oh i'm from cleveland and i'm like oh i'm from cleveland and they're like oh well, i'm from this city and i was like okay you could have just and, but I have to say I'm from Cleveland because no one's ever heard of this city, but they've heard of Cleveland. And I'm like, yeah, of course they've heard of Cleveland. Cleveland's fucking awesome. Um, I can't wait to move. I can't, I hate being here. Um, I feel like I will die here. Uh, but it's it's Cleveland. It, it's Cleveland till I die. That that's it's It's a very weird, and that was like, it was almost... It took me going back home to being to be comfortable with the decision to have moved 
Mm -hmm. if that makes sense where it was like you move and you're like i'm just gonna shake up my whole life i'm gonna get out of ohio i'm doing like what generations of people have always said they wanted to do but didn't realize it literally doesn't cost that much money to just have your shitty life somewhere else and then you go back there and like i I, as soon as i landed in cleveland airport and it was like that perfect december shitty day where it wasn't really raining but it wasn't not raining and it was like gray and you're like oh this is why I was bummed out for 30 years and then like I fly back to Wisconsin and it's like the same it's colder than like it's the worst cold in the entire world but like the sun's out and you're like I almost kind of uh, wish the sun wasn't out so I could sleep until 11. <laughs> like, it's just like one of those, like you miss it, but then you're also like, God, I'm glad I'm like, I'm glad it's there. I want it to stay there. I want it to be there so I can always go back to it. But I'm like, all right, man, like it's, it's one of those, like, are it, I can move anywhere now, as long as you leave. It's like it being, it's like leaving a bad relationship, but you're like, Hey, I'm glad you're still alive. I wish the best for you, but like, you're just not for me right now. I don't want to hang out with you every day. Facts. I get it. All right. So we're kind of near the hour mark, which is always fun um, because I thought we'd only been talking for like 10 minutes. Um, (laughs) Let's uh, let's, let's try and cram some positive into this. Are you on TikTok at all? No, um, I don't. I think I'm, I think I'm past it. I think it's one of those things that I'm just going to let, go by and if that's the thing that stops me from being successful then i wasn't made for the business anyways i think that's the piece i've made with tiktok i hate tiktok um i'm on it i hate it um i i hate i hate clicking through and because i somehow end up in a weird part of tiktok where um it's a lot of people it's a how do i phrase this it's a lot of how to mental health people and it's a lot of people who are just like okay well i mean people who are like this we really need you to do this this and this and it's just like at a certain point you got to adapt or or we're gonna evolve past having you on the planet and um yeah yeah and And my like little mental health like my my fun mental health drug like re-spiritualization thing Mm -hmm. like i've been i've been trying to be more open-minded to things instead of just being like this is fucking stupid but like i'll i'll sit and get ready to do like my yoga and my meditation and my girl caught me the other day going like god damn it this bitch again (laughs) like it's just like you just like at a certain point like your body just knows bullshit (laughs) like there's those people that are like you need to do this it's like yeah but also like you needed to talk to more people when you were younger to learn how to deal with society like i've been joking about it but i'm like we we needed to figure out how to tame bullying like there are parts of there are parts of you know people's personalities that we should have bullied out not to the point where they're like Mm -hmm. where they're sad and they're like i've gotta i've gotta you know i've gotta end this party today but like there are some undes i feel like we could have bullied stephen miller into being a better human yeah and it's Maybe I'm not the best example because it took me 30 years to try to be a nicer person, but like bullying made me like bullying made me want to be funny. Do you know how many times like you're just like sitting there and you're like, 
well, I'm not going to be able to defend myself. Uh, I'm not like I'm decently intelligent, but I'm not the smartest person in the room. I don't have money. Like I need to get a skill so I don't just get like shit on forever. So like there's got to be like that. There has to be some form of like, hey, you broke bitch. Like quit wearing the same Huskies every year. And you're like, when I'm 18 or when I'm out of this house, I'm going to be successful. Like you need some sort of like resistance. You need something to like get over. And yeah. Like, bullying made me funny. Uh, I, I was fucking bullied as a kid. <laughs> um, so this is officially a pro-bullying podcast. <laughs> um, Did you guys have Challenge Day? Do you know that? You remember that MTV show? Uh, it was called Challenge Day, where these people would go to, um, like, junior highs, and they would push you in auditoriums and, like, make you bring up, like, the worst shit of your life. So, like, everybody knew that everybody was going through some shit uh that oh that company came to my junior high because we were having a bullying problem and it was like great for a week it was just like the pandemic it was great for a week where everybody was like all right we all have our shit like we all know that everybody has shit and then like a week later when every when the lesson had worn off we just had more ammunition to go after people like, it was the worst idea. Um, so we didn't have that, but like in high school, someone, i.e. me, got a little, you know, their brain chemistry wasn't working right. And they're like, I'm I'm gonna just, I'm gonna end this party to now. And they fucked up and sent a note out and then they didn't. Oh no. Through. Yeah. So then we had a lecture series by uh, the principal at the time, who was a priest about. Oh no about you know suicide and bullying and and like i had like a bunch of meetings with people at my school and i guess they were just trying to figure out if i was gonna like if i was just a single person or like if it was gonna go columbine because it was that it was still that time frame where it was like we're not you know we're concerned about your mental health but like we have a lot of b- bodies in this building and we really don't want to step over them. And like, you can't re-bless a building if you kill that many people. I'm sure that like, this is not a mainstream idea and maybe it sounds like you've dealt with it at this point, but that is a brilliant like backdrop to a television show of like a gay black man going to a school that the principal is a priest and has to like go through this whole thing like that's just to me that would be such a if people want to talk about representation that checks all the boxes of what should be like a good show i i don't know i i figure if i ever do something autobiographical um i wouldn't be the main character that's (laughs) uh that's yeah like that's just like the side story like <laughs> i think i have an idea where i think a show would be really fun where it's just like two really boring white people are your supposed main characters uh but then they're like they've got this diverse friend group and like fun shit's always happening like slightly off to the side but they're talking about a salad and it's the frustration of going why are we focusing on these two assholes eating a salad when this man is literally fighting a raccoon over here yeah yeah and that's and it's it's yeah i don't know that's sorry to like break into break your whole thing to for my genius idea of making you into a television show I, um, no i think it's, it's fun <laughs> it's one of those things that i think about and 
Um, I've got three hours of writing scheduled tomorrow because I'm an asshole and I, I have to do, I've started doing writing sprints where I just try to write for an hour straight without stopping, without getting distracted. And it's hard as shit. Um, I gotta put all my devices on the other side of the room. I gotta like turn off the internet. I gotta like, I, I just gotta like type, 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 type for like an hour and then an alarm goes off and I like, I decide when the alarm goes off, I'm like, am I going to keep going or am I done for now? And the answer is usually, you know, I'll keep going for like five or 10 minutes. We're like, oh, the alarm went off. I can, I can stop. Is that so, I mean, again, we're at that hour mark. Sorry. I don't want to keep you all. Oh no, I, um, I have nothing to do. I'm, I'm okay. I've got Mario party that I'm going to play tonight. <laughs> but for like, you're right. So like how, other than like the obvious, like doing the, like you said, you're doing the writing sprints. Like I do a lot of my like writing when I'm like doing so, like when I'm driving somewhere, that's mm-hmm. when I have like time to like, I'm doing something, but I have time to just shut everything else off and just like, Oh, work I'm stuff the first grade of at 80 miles an hour. Yeah. And I think it's, Stop. and that's, I just did that. Like I drove up on Wednesday, I drove up to Appleton again. It's like an hour and a half hour, hour and a half. And I'm like, I went up, I wasn't on the list for the club or whatever. So I was like, I'm going to go up. I'm going to like try to not bully my way onto the list, but like try to like talk my way into it. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like driving up there and I didn't get on the list, but like I came up with like two bits, just driving up there and driving back. And like, I think that's where it's hurt most is like that travel all the time when you're stuck by yourself. Like you said, there's too much like phone. There's like my dogs here all the time. Like my girls here all the time. I'm not busy driving from one spot to the next. I am like, I can sit at home and watch the fucking office for eight hours. And that's, there's no, I'm keeping the world alive. I'm not being not productive. And like, that's what I finally had to like, start like, all right, I'm shutting my phone off for 20 minutes. I'm doing this, but I haven't gotten up to three hours yet. That's insane. Oh, it's, it's not in a row. It's three hours throughout the day. It's three one hour sprints. And I got the idea um, from a writer. Her name is Jane Espenson. She wrote for, um, she wrote for Buffy. She wrote for Gilmore Girls. She wrote for like three other things. Um, I mean, she wrote for hundreds of things. But, like those are the three like big things that she wrote for. Uh, and she was like, and she'll, she'll tweet it out sometimes. She goes, all right, at the hour or at like this time, we're all going to do one hour, just retweet if you're in. And then, um, and so, and it's like usually a half hour before and you, you have time to like sit down and go, okay, I'm bucket. She said like this, is the hour and you like, you do it and you bang out some weird shit in an hour and it's, it feels good, honestly. Yeah, and it's almost one of those, and every time, and I'm not a very big, like, pen to paper writer, because if I write it down, it's almost got, like, that groove stuck in my brain, where, like, especially if it's something I've been working on, and I go and I say it on stage, and, like, it's different than what I wrote down, but then I'll remember what I wrote down, and then what I said on stage that was better kind of goes in the background, but, like, even just writing half the time is, like, I'll start writing for like 10 minutes on something that I was like, all right, I have to write this out. I know it's an idea. I don't know where it's going to go, but then I'll start writing on it. And then like, just your brain slides to just like something else that's there. And almost it's almost just like that act of writing that, like you said, it's just nonsense. It's weird. It doesn't make sense. But then you go through a notebook eight months later and you're like, oh, now I know how to handle this. And it's, it's just very weird. And it's something I need to start doing again, but also, 
um, it almost seems like you're you're practicing for little league soccer and thinking you're gonna go pro <laughs> right now. I mean, soccer is the best analogy because, like, even if you do go pro, mostly don't give a shit. Yeah, you're like, and, and it's. I was talking to Tyler Ross, uh, like when I first moved over here, because I was like, "All right, I'm gonna move over here. I'm an hour and a half out of Chicago. Like, I'm in the suburbs where like everything where I want to go is there. I can get there easily when I've when I've got the drive. And then everything shut down, and I was like, "Dude, I feel like I'm doing nothing." And like when you just sit down, you're like, "Oh, I do two podcasts a week." Um, I put together my stupid album on a whim. Like I, I still do shows when I can. I'm writing. I'm reading a lot. Like you just don't. And it was when I was back home. I talked to Jordan Yule about it. He's like, I have like this plan and that plan. And I was like, Look, man, you're doing a lot more than you think. But like most people right now aren't even doing what you're doing, and you're doing an insane amount considering what's going on right now. And you do until somebody looks at you and they're like, Hey, stupid, like you're not missing out on anything. And everything you're doing is more than anybody else is doing right now, or it's different. And you're still ahead. Like you're not falling behind. Like there's no downside to just like chilling and like doing your writing and taking care of it. Like it, who cares if it's not good? Like it, nobody's doing anything good right now. Anyways, we're just barely staying afloat to like keep it rolling. So like, whatever you're doing is great. Like you're doing well. It just sucks. Like, that's all it is. I have not had, like, I honestly, I have not written a good joke in so long or anything that I'm, like, proud of. And it was weird because, like, last year I was record album number three and, like, just, and, like, I had plans to tour and to, like, go new places. I had plans to cross out the last, like, six states, the lower 48 on, off my list, places I just hadn't been or hadn't performed yet. And... Um, all of those plans went out the fucking window and who knows where the, uh, my festival. Um, and if you're listening to this on Friday, when this comes out, I, I hope you, uh, stop by and watch part of the, part of the queer and far show this past Sunday on January 24th. <laughs> uh, I know it's a little late to plug it, but you know, whatever you were there. Maybe. Yeah. I watched it. <laughs> Uh, thanks for that. It was it, it was a pleasure having you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's like, it's one of those things where like you do, everybody's got their, and yours isn't a dumb thing, like, but everybody's got their, I, I say it flippantly, but everybody's got like, they're dumb. I'm not doing comedy right now. So I need to put some other shit out or people are going to forget about me thing right now. And so you're just like, there's so much now. like it's like when there were like actual real shows and you're like oh i didn't even know that that show's been happening for five years because there's a thousand other things and now you're like oh so like now like everybody's got something online like who's got the time but everybody's got the time so watch the fucking thing <laughs> like it's, it's wild like, turn uh, it on yeah um i'm a, i'm part of this group and it's and it's just a listing of shows that are all online and i think i'm gonna take a week off once and just do every single mic and like yeah. every single show. Cause there's, there's like 30 shows a day and the, the time zones range from like noon in Japan to like noon in Alaska. Which is cool for, um, I did, a, I've done a couple zoom shows. I don't, 
I mean, one, I don't know if my style translates to anything because whatever, but like, I don't think whatever my jokes are translate well to somebody who's not in the room. Like you miss a lot of innuendo. You miss a lot of like body language that you almost forget is very important to stand up is like the live aspect of it is like you can feel a vibe like if you just hit like a premise and you can feel it shift in the room like nobody has to say anything nobody has to like boo like you can just feel that weirdness go and like that's where you're good and you like you can move everything back around to like where it goes and you or you can do the like hold on guys I know like we're good I promise you it's not going to be what you think it is um where zoom it almost feels too sterile like it feels like too safe where like I would never do this but as an example like I could just say the most foul things to you and what are you going to do about it? like you can't smack the shit out like there's not like that element of like danger or social like consequences to it yeah where in, the only thing that can happen you're just like is i in the call and this is, like, yeah. this isn't even a phone so like i can't slam anything there's there's no catharsis of, uh, catharsis for me like i don't get anything out of it i'm just like oh i'm now i'm mad but i'm alone Arr. yeah and then so like but even with live so like and there's always like that weird danger to it and that's what makes stand-up fun and that that's kind of like why i i haven't really done zoom shows is where you're like all right, like I could do it and it's cool and it's great for like the social aspect of like, when am I going to meet somebody from fucking Japan just at a random show? Like like you said, I can jump on to a Zoom mic and meet people from around the world and maybe somebody will see that they like something that I do and then when the world opens back up, then you have like a small thing in Japan. That's what it's like opened up is like those opportunities for it. But then you also have to like somehow be good at it. And I think there's a few people who are. Yeah, um, I do. Um, I, I don't do a whole lot of them, but when I do like. I try to get something out of it. There, there are some that I've gotten off and I was like, that was not worth any of the electricity that I just wasted for that fucking thing. Ugh, I yeah. wasted everyone's time because I didn't. Um, but like I I've gotten to the point where like I've got my own little club set up or like I I throw up my backdrop and I've, I've got my my microphone. I So I've got a microphone that actually records me. It's this one. But then I have a stage mic that I hold because it just feels right. And then yeah um i record myself through my computer but then i've got my i've got my iphone set up with the ring light and that's recording me so i could post it on instagram later and maybe tiktok if i can ever figure out how to do the goddamn captions because you gotta caption on tiktok but no one to there's not an app that's free that lets you caption anything um and then i'm just it's mad about investing in your business Dwayne. you need to invest in the the caption app i i'm I'm already invested. I've paid so much money that I'm never getting that. <laughs> I just did my taxes and I was writing things off and it was wild because I was just, <clears throat> at one point I was just like plugging things in and watching my tax bill go up and down and up and down. That's, that's kind of like, I'm finally, I mean, I've been trying to lose weight too and I'm finally to a place where I'm comfortable being filmed. So like, I'm actually going to get headshots and like people are like building their own clubs in their house to like do online shit 
where I'm still like, maybe it's old school and maybe it's wrong because it's 2021 and you have to have an online presence. But like, like that was the point of my whole stupid album is like, it worked that one time live and in person. And it's not as good when you're listening to it when you weren't there. And like, that was kind of the point of it, but like, we're almost training people now to expect Instagram posts or like 30 second chunks of jokes. And it's what we have to do now to survive. And like, I don't, I don't, it's not like I'm against people doing it, but it's like one of those things where I haven't like completely bought into it. Cause you're like, what's the incentive to get that person who can watch all your stuff for free essentially they're already paying for spotify and they're like instagram's free so how do you get that person to go and spend 12 dollars to come see you live and to buy drinks on top of that and maybe buy a t-shirt and like moving that person who like can see you and see a million other people how do you get that person to actually be a customer and that's that's the thing I think that's kind of getting lost in the whole thing. And maybe it's just I don't know how to do it. So that's why I feel about it. Um, but that, that I'm completely open to being wrong about it. Uh, I just don't I mean, I don't think I don't think you're wrong. I think it's a thing that we're we've all got to figure out how I am very bad at the clickback. I'm like, I'll get very good engagement and I fucking hate the word engagement. I hate, I hate content. I hate engagement. I hate all this shit. That's why I played the Powerball. Cause if I won the Powerball, I was done with social media. I was yeah. just going to tour doing open mics forever because like I still got to tell my little dick jokes, but I didn't have to worry about getting paid. Right. That's the dream. Like it's just, and it's almost one of those weird things where that's almost like, and before I moved, I was like getting to that point where like, I was kind of like, I had some stuff booked where I was like, all right, I've got enough money. I've got some stuff booked. Let's see if I can make enough for one month's rent uh, in the month that I do stand up. And then like the pandemic hit. So like, good thing I didn't quit my day job yet. And so like, it sucks that like, that's kind of gone, but it's also like, I have to, now you have to weigh, like, is this going to be worth it for my career to go do the show? And now it, like, I wish that wasn't a problem anymore. Or like, it wasn't like when I was back at, um, I did, I hosted the funny stop finals and you're sitting there and you're like watching these, I want to call them kids, but they're probably the same age as me or like five years younger than me. But like, you're watching them like starry eyed going up there and they're like, this is going to be my big break. And it's like, you're not going to be doing this in three months, but like you, I miss that like bushy tailed, like, I'm just going to go up and I'm going to say some words instead of like, I need to work on this because I have a show coming up and I don't want to be rusty or like, I just miss going up there and like, fuck it let's go let's let's roll let's see what happens and then let the dice roll but now it's like this is the one show i'm doing this week i need to get something out of it instead yeah, of I miss right, this having is the my fourth mic. one today i like i miss having the open mic uh like there was an open mic that i went to religiously not religiously but like yeah religiously because i went when i went when it suited me so just like religious i like 100%. i I miss going because it was like, I got to work things out. I got to do things. I got to see, I got to see my peers, my friends, my family. Um, I also got to eat Buffalo wings and drink beer in the back room and make fun of people and just be shitty and not, not give a fuck if anything landed. If, if one sec, if like 12 seconds of my five minute set 
made any sense, I would try it out later on a re- on like a quote unquote real stage and be like, oh wow, that's a good joke. Guess I'll keep doing it. And then that's how I would build a new act. I mean, also the driving and being at 80 miles an hour and listening to sets and going, okay, this, this, and this were new last night and they sort of work. We're gonna try this, this, and this, but in this order. And and don't forget to do this joke and you got Yeah, and that's I think your mic might have cut out or maybe it's mine. I don't know if you can hear me or if I can't hear you. Um now it's a full frozen. So it could possibly be me. Yeah, it's completely out. I don't know. Hold on, let me try something. Hold on, can you hear me? All right. Oh, there it goes. Whatever you just did. Yes. Yeah, all right. That feels like... <laughs> but, like, that's it. <laughs> that, like... that feels like the good cutoff. That's... that's <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, just... To... Oh, yeah, it's going now. Um, but, yeah, just to put a button on it is, like, I'm excited for everything to be, to be fun again and, like, to be able to take advantage of it. Like, just not like you get like that sense of appreciation for all that you used to be able to do just like whenever you wanted. And I'm excited for it to happen again, but it's also like, we kind of needed this to be like, all right, well, what's really important. And then we find out that it's that important to us. Um, and I miss it and I I'm, I'm ready for it to come back and I'm ready to be, um, again, I'm full of my woo spiritual bullshit because I went through a lot today on my uh, little mental (laughs) path but I'm excited to like look at it in a more positive way instead of just like all right I need to like attack before I am attacked instead and like all right now let's just be funny let's have fun let's be funny it's gonna be good all right okay well tell everyone where they can find you online um go to whoisrayroberts.com uh you can find again my dumb album there uh all my socials are through there um, all my podcasts are through there. I put out a, a, a dare shirt for my brand and I like it a lot. So, uh, go, uh, do that. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, but who is Ray Roberts.com? Who is Ray Roberts on everything? It's the same. All right, guys, uh, that's going to do it for this week. We'll catch up with y'all next week. Hey, thanks for joining us for this week's episode. Please rate and review and share with all of your friends. If you want to join us on social media, uh, this podcast is at Dwayne Catches Up on Twitter and Instagram. See you next time.